Blog Talk Radio. challenging things and challenging myself a little bit. 
So, yeah. So that's why I've been kind of sporadic and all over the place and, you know, trying to get my classes together, stuff like that, you know, trying to get my bears, get used to it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling y'all, it's something else, okay? All right, so uh, let me see. I did not, I don't know, I have not caught up on any of the reality shows. I'm telling you, I am behind. I'm far behind. I'm behind a couple of shows behind. I did I did get to watch the beginning of Billions last week. I'm so excited. Y'all know how I love me some Billions, okay, right? So excited that uh, Axel and the crew is back. I can get, I can get into that. Um, I haven't seen the rest of Canaan, the 50 Cent thing. I might watch that tonight. Um, well, after I get off with y'all. I don't know. It depends on what time I get off with y'all. I'm trying not to stay on long with y'all. I say that it's something completely happens off the off the <laughs> off the mark, okay? So, uh, let's see what else. Uh what else do we do I watch? Do we watch? Do we watch? Um I'm waiting for Secession to come back. I don't know when Secession's coming back. It the circle will be complete complete when Secession comes back, okay? But I'm waiting for that. And that's, you know, that's the normal stuff that we talk about. You know, I, I, I do in the beginning. Yeah, no, it's a word tonight. It's a freestyle, okay? It's a freestyle show. I'm, t- I'm serious. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so here we go. We get, When we come back, I'm going to take a quick break. You know how I, do, I always do. I take a quick break. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I just saw something ridiculous, okay? Because tonight's the Met Gala. I said I was going to talk about the Met Gala. We start off talking about the Met Gala. Let's talk about this shit, okay? We start off with that. Are y'all kind of like, okay, let me, and, you know, we're going to talk about the MTV Awards. We're going to get to that, okay? Now, I love celebrity culture, and I've always talked about celebrity culture on here, on and off, the ridiculousness of it, the good parts of it, the bad parts of it, all of that. And tonight, I don't know, you know, after COVID, sometimes you just see, you feel like sometimes they're real ridiculous. But let's talk about when a politician shows up at the Met Gala being extra ridiculous. AOC, fake ass or AOC, because I think she's fake as hell. AOC showed up, I just saw this, at a $30,000 per ticket Met Gala. $30,000 per ticket. Shit, 30000 somebody buy me a ticket. <laughs> so I can go in there and see what the hell they doing. <laughs> Either for thirty thousand dollars, shit, y'all they better be doing a lot. <laughs> shit, Anna Winter better roll me out the uh, fall uh, fashion line to take home with my ass, <laughs> plus dinner and pictures with celebrities. <laughs> anyway, no. So she shows up at the Met Gala wearing a dress that says the most, the most. It's the word. I don't know if it's the word I see. Ostentatious. The most outrageous show of wealth. She shows up with her dumb ass trying to put on tax the rich. Girl, bye. We got to talk about these fake ass. I don't know. Well, somebody got just pushing the hell out of AOC. Oh, my God. It's just, you know, there's one thing to believe. You can go to events like that and believe a certain thing. You showing up at the Met Gala, bitch, to rub shoulders 
with the elite of the elite, especially in Hollywood. You know, Hollywood be full of shit sometimes, too. But you're going to show up with that tax-the-rich dress. Um, I don't buy her ass for one minute. I mean, you know, that's something you can say, do, to be, believe without do, without being so crazy about it. So it's going to be interesting to read that article and to see read what uh, her uh, showing up at this event. I mean, we got to talk about that. And then we'll get into, I mean, I'll talk about a little bit of some of the fashions I saw tonight. Tonight I saw Amon, okay? Amon, first of all, let me just say this. Amon is, Amon is, honey, Amon is fine. She is, how old is Amon? I mean, she looks good, but here's my one thing. She looks extra light, but it might have been the lights in the place that makes her look extra. Because Amon is not a light, you know, skinned person, but, but, but if she looks gorgeous tonight. I mean, she looked gorgeous at the Met Gala. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about a couple of things from the Met Gala, child. Then we'll go into this MTV Awards, because I got some shit to say. You know, a lot of y'all is okay with Chloe copying Beyonce's full fucking act. A lot of you kids is okay. Some I'm hearing some people saying, no, it's quite boring. It is not cool. Beyonce's ass ain't gone nowhere. And, Chloe, they setting the trap for you if they allow you to do this. Let me explain to you. Chloe, they setting the trap because what they're going to let you do is go out there and, and remind everybody of Beyonce, and then the real Beyonce going to show up and show your ass how it's really done because that's how she loved She loved, She loved. loved that kind of shit. She's a Scorpio moon. Be, 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 be real careful of her ass. She gonna show. She'll let you run around there and and, and 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 do all the booty shaking and stuff like that, and then she's going to come out because she's the real deal. She really is Beyonce that you imitating, and she's going to knock your ass right off the, off the thing. You see, let, I, I, I can't, why do we have to be imitating? And I love Chloe. Y'all know how I feel about Holly and, Haley and Chloe. I'm crazy about them. I love the ungodly hour, okay? But I got to I gotta call her, even if I like you, I'll call your ass out. I have to call her ass out. She, she is, I was, when I was watching this performance, I kept thinking to myself, this is like a more sexual, provocative Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce sexual, but it's like an even more provocative. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Madonna's old ass. Does she have a butt lift? We'll talk about that. I'm going to say, we'll say that. You know, I only saw highlights, uh, went to look at the highlights. Y'all said it was hot from the MTV Awards. I don't watch MTV Awards no more. I don't got time. But I did look at some highlights that y'all saw. I mean, I I might watch the full one. Like, you know, I might watch it in parts because I do tape it. So I might watch it in parts here and there, you know, try to see you see what was going on. But you know, my ass really don't care no more about MTV. <laughs> I did notice they was copying a lot after the BET Awards. But, you know, they are, they are sister parent companies. I mean, sister companies, you know, they are owned by Viacom. But... I noticed that they've been doing that a lot. So we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when I get back on the CC show. Meanwhile, let me get take a break here and get I get some articles together about some shit I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, so meanwhile, let's start off with Kevin Ross. God is a genius. It's the CC show. I'll cry a lot. I'll be back in a moment. we 
Peace of mind, I hope we both find. I like that shit. 
John with Moving On. It's Anderson Pock there. All right, it's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta, and I am having a show tonight. It is a freestyle show. I don't really have no show. I mean, I don't really have a right written out show like I normally do for y'all. <laughs> so, though, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but we're going to start off talking about AOC tonight, okay, who's at the $30,000 Met Gala Ball wearing a dress, a tax the rich dress. <laughs> oh, Lord. People, people, people. AOC says she and her partner for the event discussed what it meant to be working class women of color at the Met. Oh, okay. Tickets to the Met Gala cost at least, this is from foxnews.com, cost at least $30,000, according to the Associated Press. It is unclear if Ocasio-Cortez purchased a ticket. Of course not. She was invited. She probably, but, you know, it's, it's the whole thing. Uh, probably not, more than likely. Uh, uh, AOC posed masks as she arrived, but attendees had to be vaccinated and were expected to wear masks once inside. <laughs> sure. A self-described democratic socialist, Ocasio-Cortez is one of the most prominent progressive voices in support of President Biden's $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation package, okay? She has repeatedly called for increased taxes taxes on the wealthiest Americans to pay for pro- progressive policy initiatives such as climate-friendly infrastructure and expanded access to free health care. During an interview on the red carpet, Ocasio-Cortez said she and the dress designer Aurora James discussed what it meant to, means to be working class of women, uh, be working class women of color at the Met. And we said we can't just play along, but we need to break fourth wall and cha- break the fourth wall and challenge some of the institutions. And while the Met is known for its spectacle, we should have a conversation about it. That's not the place. Listen, bitch, this is this is not the place to discuss it. You at one of the most wealthiest. Uh, uh, they not giving a fuck about your dress. They gonna act like oh we yes because they're lib- white liberals and they're gonna yeah, oh yeah oh yeah, we're we're exactly we're for that oh yes we love what she did it, it, it sparked a conversation on the inside line they asses out knowing they asses was probably in there doing coke in the bathroom. <laughs> Y'all better not do. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. Y'all better not do tonight. Y'all better lay off that hardcore shit. I'm serious, cause there's somebody out here that ain't doing right in these drug streets. So be careful with them drugs tonight at the Met Gala. But let me just say this: that's not the place to wear that shit. I, you know, I don't really care. I mean, I don't think you really care about uh, trying. You just trying to make a message because you knew the Republicans was gonna get on your ass, your socialist ass, for being at the. Uh, Met Gala, so you trying like, oh, well, we need to make a statement. No, you don't. You need to be yourself and go in there and there and enjoy yourself like you're going to do. Just line her ass off like she's just going to come in here. I'm just coming in here to make a statement. I want them to see what it's like to be a working class woman at the Met Gala. Girl, they don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, like she get right to the message. They have the asses is going to be drunk. No, it's courted, uh, coked out. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying. They don't be They don't be like, interesting dress. Oh, yes, yes, we do need to talk about it. They ain't pay 
paying no attention to your ass, and your ass ain't paying no attention to it any of you either. She's one of those fakers. Like, she tried to go in there for y'all. That's, that dress was for y'all, us, for the public. It, but when she get in there, she going to be hobnobbing and having her ass a good time, okay? <laughs> funny shit. Y'all think it's funny as hell. <laughs> Met Gala. Who else is there? Is it who? I'm trying to figure out who's there. Who else is there? Is Rihanna? Wait a minute. Hold on. What does Rihanna got on? Lord have mercy. Is this the year Rihanna just said I'm not? For, she just said fuck it this year. Yeah, she just said fuck it this year. <laughs> I don't know. She got Rihanna's usually the girl at the Met Gala. But tonight she arrived at Aesop Rocky. He looked like he got a blanket wrapped around her, wrapped around herself. And she looked like she got, maybe they with the, keeping with the thing, though. She got on some black, I don't know what the hell she went. <laughs> no, Rihanna. Rihanna always is looking like, man, she must really be in love. Because, you know, you start looking like, you know how you start getting comfortable and shit when you're in love. You start... <laughs> <laughs> you started wearing, I mean, like, they just out, they look like they just, they they just, you know, they, like, we had to come, we just put on an outfit because we got to come here. We really want to be at home with each other, not paying no attention to y'all asses. <laughs> oh, God, the Met Gala. I, you know what, can I just say this? It's almost like the Met Gala, it's almost like it's out I don't know. I saw Megan Stallion. She had a plain white dress. I'm like, oh. I saw a few other people. I don't know. It's like, you know what? And I know Miss Tina was trying to do it with the wearable art thing or whatever, but it's almost like, you know, somebody need to do, not Miss Tina. Miss Tina and them, they try to be bougie. They try to recopy the Met Gala. I'm not trying to say she do, but I'm just saying that's probably what they would do. But we need some, like, some people, like, some black people just need to make their own shit. Like, have a good-ass time. Like, you know, quit making, quit trying to go to white white people's stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, the man guy, you can go to it every now and then, but it'd be nice if black people had their own version, like a, just a, a laid-back kind of version. I mean, we it's just... I don't know. It feels like it's just more of the same thing. It's sort of like, who the fuck cares? I don't know about the Met Gala. I don't know if I'm just like I'm. I'm not as excited. I see late. Is this Lady Gaga and it's pink? Oh wow. Okay. Is that this year? That's interesting. Who is this walking up the stairs? That. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Is that, wait a minute, is that, who's that, is that, uh, Lori Harvey at the Marriott, who is this? Oh, that ain't her, she looks just like Lori Harvey. <laughs> Let me just say this, uh, I don't know, you know, I just saw, what's this little thing, little Nas X out there at the McGallan, and you know, let me just say this, okay, I'm going to talk about him from the MTV Awards last night. And you know how much they be smacking African Americans in the face. I just don't like it. They, they, I mean, you know, even with our own people, they be smacking us in the face. You know, uh, but let me just 
Let me just move from the Met Gala on to just go on and talk about, because, uh, you know, these just the people dressing up, going in and all that. But let's talk about... Um, Little Nas X last night at the MTV Awards, dancing with a bunch of black men around him. I don't think people know what the fuck they doing. You know, they be claiming they want to speak out for their sexuality and all that stuff, but motherfuckers, they really don't know what the fuck they be doing. They just be t- they 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 just go with whoever is putting them up for shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was dancing, men all around him. him and in the back of it, it had state prison. Our and I'm like, do you do realize that Adolf specifically, African Americans, descendants of slaves, specifically our group, because we have to single out our group now. We have to start doing that because we got a lot of people, you know, hiding, masking up, trying to, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff going on here. But we are disproportionately affected in prisons we it a lot of our men are in prisons a lot of things that happen to our men in prison is irreversible damaging part of one of those things that happen is the idea of males being raped and things like that so when i saw see this motherfucker putting up dancing around and trying to be provocative and shit to get an MTV award and to get fucking invited to the Met Gala. I don't give a shit if you're gay, and I don't give a care. I don't, that don't bother me. That ain't my thing. That don't bother me. The problem is when we start poking fun at the circumstances surrounding black males who really are in prisons. And now some of them deserve, deserve to be there, but dealing with inhumane shit in prison. And he's up here dancing around with black men. You know, we got to ask ourselves, what is that? What's the meaning of that? Because I'm starting to think they ass is fucking mean or something. Like, I'm starting to think, I'm starting to believe y'all Illuminati people a little bit. I thought y'all crazy. But I'm starting to believe y'all because I'm starting to believe his little ass is sending out messages. Like, and then at the end, all these black men are laying around like they passed out around them. It's just, ah, it was just weird because we really do have tons of black males who are in the in prison, and you just got to be ever so careful as a man what you do and how you it ain't gay male or male, gay black men or black straight black men. You just got to be very ever so careful how you what your presentation is, what you trying to say. Cause I don't know what the fuck was you trying to say with all them men around you, black men dancing around you in state prison. Because it's nothing funny about black males having to be subjected, or men, period, in jail, having to be subjected to rapes, inhumane circumstances. Because, you know, you might be implying that they have homosexual relationships in jail. Yes, they do. But not there's not the, there, there's not the whole population. It's just I feel like he, he's always kind of, he's, he's, he's pushing the limits without no understanding why he's pushing the limits. I mean, it's one thing to talk about gay relationships and stuff and do provocative shit on stage. That's another thing when you really start to, uh, it's almost like you teasing, like you you making fun of the circumstances. Like it's a joke to you. 
I just didn't like that. I think he's full of shit, and I think he's a provocateur, and I think y'all motherfuckers would have forgot all about his ass. I said what I said, and he would have been Old Town Road and somewhere, uh, singing Old Town Road for the rest of his life if he didn't do that uh, uh, Call Me By My Name video to shock motherfuckers, and that's what he did. And it got his, and he been his ass is showing up everywhere now. You know, sometimes I mean, you know, sometimes have you ever done something? Because I, mean, I, I think we all have. Well, we you done something where you sold yourself out and you like, shit, was it worth it? Like you ask yourself, you know, you sold out for a situation. You like, damn, it ain't as good as I thought it was. I wonder for him is it as good as as you think it is, you know? Like becoming a a caricature, not really being taken seriously for your talent because we see in more provocative shit than your talent. And I think you're a talented young man, but we see in so much provocative shit. And and a lot of you gay males, you can stop that bullshit you're trying to say out here in these streets about, Oh, if it was gay women, if it was blah, 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 blah. No, he's using, he's using his sexuality. He's hiding behind his sexuality to, because uh, he knows that protects him. So he's using the gay lifestyle to be like, uh, to do provocative shit and then to explain the way that he couldn't have another hit. He didn't have another hit unless he did something fucking provocative. And it's a lot of, and, and let me just say this too. It's a lot of people, and there's a lot of celebrities out here doing provocative shit. I'm going to get on you, Chloe, in a few seconds. I'm coming your way. But it's just ridiculous. Madonna's ass, Madonna's ass is damn near. What's Madonna? Madonna damn near. How is Madonna? Damn near 70. Her ass walking out with butt injections. She's going to be subjected, even though Madonna had a great catalog. Let me just say that. I used to love some Madonna shit. <laughs> you know what my shit is about Madonna's sidebar? Because Madonna came out the other night, you know, she came, she opened up the MTV Awards. Madonna, I, I used to love so many Madonna songs, but my damn, I love Material Girl. <laughs> that was my shit. Me, me and my friends love that song, Material Girl. I loved Borderline. Borderline, to this day, I can hear Borderline, and I just be like, I just go off. That is just, in Holiday, yeah, Madonna had some shit, okay? And, uh, what was the other? It was another one she did. Uh, a crazy for you, bitch. That that that. What's that, Susan? That Susan. What was the what was the movie? I used to love that damn movie. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. Something Susan. Desperately seeking Susan. <laughs> get into what's it? Get into the groove. Man, I was I, I like some Madonna shit. Okay, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was a Madonna fan. Okay, I like some Madonna fun. Okay. But however, that bitch was always doing provocative shit. You know, she didn't really have to, but that's just, she was just a provocateur just being naturally fucking provocative, okay? I mean, it helped cover that she was okay. She, she was, she really was, I don't know if Madonna really was a singer, more so an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she was trying to cover for that. But actually, Madonna's provocateur Dance went very well with her overall image. She's still doing provocative shit in her own, and she damn near seventy. I mean, <laughs> she came out there with a buddy of bliss. I was done. I was like, what the fuck? 
What is going on around these streets? <laughs> Madonna got her ass lifted in these Delta various streets. Oh, Lord have mercy. Anyway, but Madonna has to constantly keep that up there. Uh, mofo, little Nas X, okay? He really didn't focus on his talent. He's trying to do Madonna shit, okay? But he's just all over the place. He really ain't got no, like, no, like, and and the truth is he really got talent. If he just chill and figure out how and when to bring forth some provocative, because provocative people, Madonna was very methodical with her shit. Can I just say that? Madonna wasn't just doing shit, like just throwing shit. She was methodical with that provocateur shit, even though that's uh, that's shit you're trying to do now. She was very methodical with it. Like, this mofo's just doing, he's running around here pregnant, he's running around here doing this. So I feel like there's there's a lot of stuff that he is, um, I don't know, what child, look, yeah, he might be sending out messages out in these streets. I don't know what he is, but I don't, I, I personally don't, I think that he is wasting his talent because we can't see his talent no more. All we see is his provocative shit. Okay, and that's how that's why they invite you to the Met Gala because all you because you you was bold enough to do some provocative shit. They didn't invite you there because they thought you was extra talented. You stop doing that provocative shit and don't focus on your making your music better. You will never get back invited to the Met Gala again. The thing is to make your music better. So a lot of these kids today on this provocative shit, Chloe. Let's talk about Chloe. This week, Chloe released "Lord Have Mercy." What's it? Have Mercy. I love the song. Okay? I, I mean, I don't love it, but I like it. I like the, I like those little, I, you know, those little sayings. You know, I like the little sayings. But the song is is a very Beyonce-ish song. Um, I did not like the video. Miss Tina, who are you in the video? I was like, who the fuck is Miss Tina? <laughs> mad at me to be here. I'm getting ready to get mad at me. Okay, because Chloe, you know, clearly she's trying to give homage to Medusa or whatever. So she's standing up on that thing. Notice she's standing up there like she's, some, she's conjuring up some spells or like she's some sort of witch or something and she's gathering them all in, you know. You know how y'all Illuminati people be seeing, saying stuff? So she gathering all of these girls in and then the guys come in afterwards and, you know, she, every time she kisses the guys, they turn the stone like Medusa and everything. Right? And so... <laughs> When I saw Miss Tina in there, I said, "What Miss Tina? You cut? What Miss Tina is? Because she was like she was overseeing, like it was like they were showing her like she was the overseer." So I was thinking to myself, "Is she? Is what Miss Tina? Miss Tina, are you? Are you done conjuring up some more spells for Chloe? Because <laughs> you know they be saying Miss Tina conjuring up spells because she Creole. That ain't right. Conjuring up spells for Beyonce. <laughs> nah, Miss Tina. Yeah, <laughs> we play." You on the, was you the, you the spell conjurer? I was like, what Miss Tina doing in this video? What the hell? Who is she? <laughs> like, she's an overseer in it, okay? But the video is a very Beyonce-ish, very, what's that hair video? Pat your hair, ladies. And very homecoming. I saw every Beyonce video ever made all wrapped up into Chloe's video. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> you're so cute and you're so young and your body is fierce. 
God, I wish, God, I wish my body would do. I wish my body was like that. You couldn't tell my ass nothing, okay? If my body was like, you could tell my ass. You could tell my ass. I might get up here and do a Tita Turner shit if my body was like that. I might go on tour and run all you little young bitches away for at least the next ten years. <laughs> remember Tita Turner? Tina Turner was out here. Tina, remember when Tina Turner reignited her her career, like in her forties? It was like her mid forties, late forties. Tina ran the gamut on young women for the next thirty years. <laughs> she was selling out stadiums, arenas. <laughs> Tina, Tina was seventy five. I would just see Tina's ass was at least seventy. Tina's ass when I last when I went to see Tina one time, Tina ran every young girl. Tina was working so damn hard. The legs was the legs was fierce. Tina Turner was fire. She was running everybody. <laughs> she was down there seventy something years old. I know she was going back and things putting on icy hot. But while that heifer was out on stage, Tina worked that shit out of that stage, okay? And damn near seventy. You Tina wasn't nothing up. Tina Turner was nothing to to fuck with at seventy. <laughs> She's amazing. Peter was amazing. Okay, so let's talk about. Um, so so you know with with I, I I thought if I had a body like Chloe, shit, I'd be out here like Tina Turner, running all you young heifers out for the next one. You give me give me some rock producers and rock my come make me a come come make me a come up in my forties. Run my run your ass in my fifties. Shit, run your asses out of here. <laughs> but here's the thing, because Chloe's body's beautiful. That's I'm just complimenting Chloe. Here's the thing, Chloe. Before, and I'm like, I don't know how many times I gotta say this. I just, I don't know how many. I don't care that Beyonce's her mentor. You dummies talking about. She's supposed to be like her mentor. She's supposed to be like this and that. She's supposed to be like, not exactly like her mentor. She ain't supposed to do her whole damn show. <laughs> and last night on the MTV Awards. Chloe's ass <laughs> gave me full-ass Beyonce. Full-ass, I mean, she wasn't as good as Beyonce, but she gave me full-ass Beyonce. Oh, I could see a little nerves was working there a little bit. She's a good performer. She's still a great performer. But damn it, it was a Beyonce impression, impersonation. She, a Beyonce with brains. Oh, it's a lot. Beyonce with locks. Yeah. Blind locks. Scorpio moon, she's a little thin Scorpio. She's a, I don't know what your astrology is. I gotta look your ass up. But Beyonce, Beyonce can work that sexual nature. She don't have no Beyonce don't have no. We Scorpio, me and Beyonce, black little Scorpio. We 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 get out there and show our sexuality. We ain't got no feels for it because that's who we naturally are. <laughs> Beyonce born, Beyonce born to be sexy. She like whatever. I came out my mama's part sexy. I wouldn't imitate nobody. I'm sexy. I don't care if I cover it all up. I'm still sexy. That's Beyonce. She's like little Scorpio. Okay, Chloe, you look like you're overcompensating. I don't know if I believe that's really who you are. And I would hate for you to be out there in that world trying to imitate something that you're not. 
and you start drinking and partying and everything just so you can get through sets on stage and everything. See, Beyonce got another kind of fucking energy, okay? <laughs> so you want to, you know, I want to explain to you young kids something. It's, and I remember I hear her, Mr. Bishop Jakes talk about this one time. I heard Bishop Jakes talk about how this young man came up to him and said, Bishop, you know, I just want to be like you. I want your anointing. I, I, you know, I want to just preach like you. I want to this and that. Could you just pray for me and lay hands on me and pray that I can be like you? And Bishop said he laid hands on him and said, I pray that your daddy died when you, you this age. I pray your mama dies in your arms. I pray your blah, 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 blah. You know, he started telling all the things, bad things that happen. Praying because people don't understand where that anointing comes. There is a price. To be Beyonce, there is a price to be Chloe. Chloe, Beyonce, that is her energy, her, I won't say anointing, but her, her, her coat of armor. Let me give you another example. I I love Bible examples. There's a, what is it, there's a story in the Bible. When David, David was coming to fight the Philistine, the Philistine, y'all ever heard the story of the slingshot, you know, the David and and the, what was the rock? He shot the slingshot, and he shot the a giant in the head with a big rock. Right, right. Okay. I know, everybody, if you, you don't know your Bible story, look it up. Okay. Great story. Here it is. It's a great story, but a lot of people don't talk about the backdrop of the story. Okay. Everybody was scared to fight this Philistine. Okay. Everybody. This was David's debut on stage, including Saul, the king. Okay. Saul was even scared of uh, this big giant Philistine. Charles asked the king to escape, okay? He was like, you know what, I, 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 whoever fight this guy, I, you can wear my armor and I'll give you some, I think he gave, was it, he promised some daughters and some money. I forget what it was, okay? But anyway, David comes down because his brothers are there out there and stuff, and they in the army, and they about to fight. And he's like, you know, David's talking mess. David's talking shit. He's like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would come after uh, You know the uh, God's army, and you know David talking stuff. Cause David, like, you know what? I don't understand nobody coming up against God. Forget who he think he is. We serve the God of Israel. You know David talking stuff. Everybody like, you been boy, you you talking crazy? Blah 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 blah. David go home. Is what his brothers were saying. You know you talking nuts, okay? But David was like, nah, nah, I'll, I'll fight him, <laughs> right? Everybody think he crazy, but Saul. Goes ahead and says, okay, the king at the time, he says, let him give him my armor to put on, right? And David puts on his, begins to put on Saul's armor, but he realizes it's too big for him. And he tells him, take it off. And he goes out, he takes his own weapons, he takes off all Saul's stuff, and he takes his own weapon, which is a little slingshot and a rock, and the rest is history, okay? And that became... And that, that and they, that's how David became king. He started the, his journey to become king. They chanted, even when David beat, you know, beat the Philistine, they chanted, you know, David killed the Philistine. You know, they was like, they, they, was, they was chanting for him. You got to read the story. Said, but Saul, it was, all, it was the end of Saul. But David refused to wear Saul's clothes because Saul's clothes was too big for him. David wasn't Saul. Why am I telling this story? Y'all like, what did I got to do with Chloe and Beyonce? Because Chloe, you ain't Beyonce. What the TVJ story got to do with Chloe and Beyonce? Because Beyonce had to pay a hefty ass price. 
to be where she is right now. And little Chloe, here you come trying to mimic every little thing she do. But don't you don't want to step in something in somebody's suit that wasn't built for you. You will kill yourself out in these streets. You know what would have happened if David had got out there and tried to fight that giant with two big clothes on that giant giant with something there. You need to be Chloe. Young people, it is not cute for you, somebody to get on stage and do everything. I can see but born a little bit, but it, t- listen, Beyonce is a mixture of a lot of people. Beyonce is a mixture of Josephine. I see Josephine Breaker and Beyonce when she performs. I see a little bit of uh, Tina Turner. I see a lot of Tina. Tina Turner. I see uh, Janet. I see a lot of influences for Beyonce, but then I see Beyonce's ass. Complete Beyonce's ass comes across more than anything. But I do see her influences, but she ain't getting out there doing a whole less a good job in the city. I mean, she ain't you know unless she's doing dedication for Tina Turner. She ain't throwing her hair back and doing all Tina's dances and everything like that. Because she ain't Tina. Tina paid a hefty price to be Tina Turner. Beyonce can't step into Tina's shoes. Tina put up with years of Ike and a whole bunch of other shit to be Tina Turner. Okay? I'm telling you, Chloe, to find yourself. And young people, it is important. Those stories I told y'all, the reason why I tell y'all these stories is because it, just because you have a mentor, you don't work to be exactly like your mentor. Your mentor is there to guide you. And then you take some of the attributes that you learn from your mentor and you work it into yourself. And you become the best version of yourself. But you don't get out of there and perform somebody's whole act. I was disappointed. I, and I like Chloe a lot, but I got to get on her ass. I've been seeing, I, I was getting on their ass when I first saw them in concert because they sound like Beyonce. I said, I, the last thing the world needs is two other fucking Beyonce. I just, we don't need it. <laughs> Somebody else is some leotards running around. And she had a leotard too. Did she have a leotard? <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. We don't need, we do not need. There's one Beyonce in the world. Chloe, find your own armor. Find your own suit. Find your own style before it kills you trying to be somebody that you ain't. All that little hypersexuality, I don't believe it. See, here's what I do. I do like that. Listen, I'm going to tell you what I like about you. I do like that you are discovering your sexuality. Every woman goes through that. There's a discovery of your sexuality trying to be sexy, there's nothing wrong with being sexy and beautiful and sensual and everything like that. But, Chloe, you strike me as a type that it don't feel, it, it don't seem like it's you. It seems like the more and more you do that, you're going to be trying to drown out your conscience. You seem like a, something else. Like she might have to drink to do it. She may have to do something. I feel like she may have to do some stuff to get that down safe. You might have to conjure up some stairs. <laughs> Was that what you was doing last night when you were singing holy in that red thing? 
Oh, my God. You know, I like that, Chloe. Let me just say this. I love, and I heard this other young lady who I love, I listen to on YouTube say this, and I forget her name. She was talking about how they play with dark energies because Ungodly Hour is sort of like a play on dark energy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kind of a mystical play, uh, esoteric kind of feel, vibe to it and stuff. But last night when she came out in that red robe, that was damn near spooky. I said, damn, she's doing the initiation? <laughs> she's like, holy, holy. I was like, what the hell is going on with a red? <laughs> you got to conjure up a spirit to, to do that? <laughs> oh, God. Girl, you better stop before you hurt yourself. <laughs> Quit playing with these spirits out in the streets. So you be you be that conjuring up the wrong thing. You be conjuring a little ass up and something that you can't handle. Beyonce is Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce is being Beyonce. Beyonce is being what she was born for. We need to see what Chloe was born for. We don't want to see all Beyonce shit. Okay, and don't let these little kids fool you out in these streets, okay? Because none of them will be there in the alone hours when you by yourself and you know you did Beyonce's whole fucking ass, <laughs> right? And you feel outside yourself. You can't understand why you can't connect to the person that's on stage. That's because you're doing somebody else, boo. Do you? Jeez. That's the best advice ever, kids. Do you? I mean, let's talk about H-E-R. What's the other, what's the other girl's name is? She, what's her name? Her? Hey. Her, H-E-R, whatever. Now, I call her all the time. You know my name, my my, my nickname for her is Super Alicia Keys. <laughs> Y'all like, why you call her Super Alicia Keys? Because clearly she's the super part of Alicia Keys. She's the super version of Alicia Keys right now, okay? And it isn't that she 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 doesn't she has tinges of sound like Alicia Keys just a little, but you know clearly she's on the Alicia Keys kick with the instrument you know coming out and stuff like that. I get it. Alicia Keys was on the police. Alicia Keys to me was on the uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? What's the girl's name? I, I want you. Oh, damn it! I can't. Patrice Russian kick. Okay. I mean everybody's influenced by somebody. Okay. But the thing about it is. Those girls were influenced by all three of those women were influenced each other, but they didn't take each other's whole damn act. Like her ain't out here doing a whole damn. Uh, 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 you you just hear tinges of Alicia's influence. You see little bits of Alicia's influence, and in Alicia, you saw little bits of Patrice Russian's influences. She had the braids and all that stuff. You just saw little things. She didn't take Patrice Russia's whole damn act. <laughs> Stay right there on unique vibe. So, little Chloe, let me just say something. Come close, little Chloe. I don't know if you even listen to us. Somebody who knows little Chloe, listen to this show, whatever the fuck, okay? Now, if I come to New York, because I think she's going to perform one tonight for this her. To, what's this? The her, the her. The her, what is it? The her thing? What's this thing her is curating? Lights on, shit. The lights on festival, okay? I might ask, if I bring my ass to New York to see the lights on festival, I think I want to see the night Chloe is performing. 
Chloe. I would not like to see Beyonce. I've seen Beyonce in fucking concert a lot. <laughs> a lot. I've been seeing Beyonce. You know how long I've been seeing? You're, I know Beyonce. I know I talk about Beyonce a lot on here, but I've been seeing Beyonce's ass in concert since she was about 17. Facts. My first Destiny Child album, yes. I saw her, the first Destiny Child, when she was on tour. I can think. They opened up. First, Maya opened up. They were second. And then it was the people, what's them, you dancing two close dudes, the next dude? <laughs> I forget the dude dancing too close. I forget. I went to go see Boyz II Men. They was on that. They was actually, Destiny's Child was actually the original Destiny Child, okay? It was actually on a show in D.C. I remember going to see, or in Virginia. It was Virginia or D.C. Shit, I don't remember. But I remember seeing Beyonce because I remember me and my girlfriend was like, their ass can't be 16. When their they asses came out on stage, they was beefy little girls. He's like, there ain't no damn way. <laughs> they look like grown ass women. <laughs> I would I, 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 I would never forget because it was my first time seeing Destiny's Child. They had no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Not say, 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 not the other, the second album, the first album. The, you'd be saying no, 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 no. The Wyclef when it's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all remember the song, whatever. Okay, and I was like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> so I've been seeing Beyonce's ass a long time, okay? So, Chloe, I do not want to see Beyonce's ass. I'm going to talk about your ass even more if I come back. And if I go to this show and I see your ass, I'm coming just for you. And if I see your ass perform a whole Beyonce skit, I'm going to make my new target, Chloe. Chloe, even though I like Chloe, I'm going to start on her ass every week. Knock off Beyonce is what I'm going to call her. Casino uh, Beyonce. <laughs> well, no, boat. What is it? The the, the boats that travel? What is it? The boats? What's the, the boat the, when the people perform on the boats and the times they perform as other people? Boat Beyonce. Casino Beyonce. Vegas Imitation Beyonce. <laughs> I'm gonna have all kind of names for her last. Okay, I ain't gonna even call her Chloe no more. I'm gonna just be calling her. I ain't gonna call her Baby B. I ain't gonna even give. I ain't gonna give her. No, in no way I'm giving Beyonce's uh 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 the uh, name for that. I'm gonna be calling her uh, uh Casino Boat Beyonce, uh Imitation Beyonce, <laughs> Knockout Beyonce, Discount Beyonce. <laughs> You better get your ass. Your ass better get some personality, okay? That is your own. Now, here's sounding like Beyonce. She going to give us Beyonce from 10 years. She going to give us all the Beyonce videos like we ain't going to recognize. She didn't even give us a, like I said, Beyonce's ass must be retired right now. The way her ass is performing all of Beyonce shit. You know, years ago, back in the day, performers used to get mad at people even just performing their song before a show, like, or even kind of coming close to their show. You motherfuckers now act like y'all y'all don't care if y'all all sound the fuck alike. Y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all just like, I, we don't still. And now Chloe's ass is real bold with it. Chloe said, Beyonce ain't even been gone a good two years. I mean, the bitch just had our homecoming a couple of years ago, and here Chloe coming with the whole homecoming Steve, added with the Patch Your Hair song, added with the, uh, uh, what's the other song? It was a couple, it was a, like a. It was like five or six Beyonce videos in one. <laughs> I'm talking about your ass. I'm talking. You deserve to be talked about. 
That is not your, that is not your, that is not who you are. That's who Beyonce is. See, that's what we got to get on. People need to get on people nowadays. The people don't get on, they would tell you years ago, that's why, that's why artists used to be so good. That's why you, the great artists like Luther Vandross, you, you didn't hear artists sounding a lot of like the great bands, like Earth, Wind, and Fire. You didn't hear people sounding a whole bunch of like, because record companies would turn your ass down. They'd be like, hmm. Even if you were sounding, they'd be like, oh, you cute, but you look just like Beyonce. You sounding just like Beyonce. We don't need that. Uh, you sound just like Luther out here. We don't need no Luther. We already got an originality was important. But now today these mofos don't give a shit about you kids. And so they just mass producing your asses. They don't give a ma- they don't give a shit about the music, shit about the sound. They don't give a shit, th- and they don't give a shit about you, Beyonce, because they mass producing what you. I'd be pissed. If I was Beyonce, I'd be pissed off. I don't care if she is my. I would have called her little ass on the phone and said, "Let me tell you. Remember when? What's a, what? What was that scene in Aretha Franklin? Hold on, hold on. Let me stop. I'm, 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 I'm remembering something. Dinah Washington came in there. When Aretha tried to sing that Dinah Washington song, Dinah Washington turned over that table talking about, bitch, you don't perform that song with the queen. If <laughs> y'all see respect that part. And then she came in here and got on her. She like, let her hear. You better find your, you find your own shit. She, she didn't even want her performing her song. Because <laughs> she was about to do it better than her. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Find your own shit. If I was Beyonce, I'd done a Dinah Washington on her ass. I would have came over and turned over and said, little bitch, you better find your own style. That style is taken. <laughs> Damn straight. She got here before. She going to put five or six Beyonce videos together like we ain't going to notice. Like we ain't notice. Beyonce ain't been going to give us a decade to get Beyonce out of our system. If you're going to copy her whole act, to give, let Beyonce at least be gone 10 years. <laughs> I gotta stop. Oh my god, I can't do it no more. I can't even talk about her no more. Oh god, this is what we gotta do with these kids. We gotta talk about their little asses sometimes. <laughs> they, they, they sensitive. She probably be on, on, on. She probably be on some crying about the, you know, if, if somebody been talking, if a bunch of people been saying this, she'd be on. What's the social media when they start crying? I just, I just, I work real hard. No, sometimes people need to get on your ass, okay, so that you can straighten your shit up. Obviously, we think you very t- ultra talented. I, uh, Ungodly Hour was a fabulous album, okay, but I don't want Beyonce 2.0 around here. Shit. I mean, the real Beyonce is enough. <laughs> Oh, Miss Tina, hype your ass up in the video. Miss Tina, sit your ass down. Screw out here, big. See, Matt, that's why Matthew did it. Let me just stop. Let me just stop. That's why Matthew did what he did. Now, I was mad at Matthew for saying, what you talking about? There's just, she's better than Beyonce. Blah, 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 blah. But now I understand why Matthew did that, because Matthew saw what was coming. Beyonce, you better see what was coming, too. Because they may be trying to replace your 40-year-old ass, okay? Because you're 40. You know what I'm saying? But Beyonce, see, Beyonce's a smart. Listen, don't underestimate that Scorpio moon. She'll, she'll like let Chloe go around here performing like her and everything, only to knock her off when she come out. Beyonce's ruthless like that, okay? She is not. Y'all think she's nice. <laughs> oh, Beyonce's the nicest person in the industry. Oh, Beyonce's so nice. Oh, she gives you off take. <laughs> Meanwhile, she knocking, she knocking Lettucey off the thing to perform. Uh, perform. 
on the gravy. <laughs> That's Beyonce energy. Smile on your face. Oh, I so I love you. And meanwhile, she be knocking you off. <laughs> Remember when Madison was supposed to score? Was it the glory song? And then Beyonce ended up doing. Ass, she knock you. Beyonce's ass will knock you off. That's why she be saying she she sings in all her songs that she's competitive. I know why you just don't think she's competitive. She tells y'all all the time, "I'm the diva." You bitches that bow down, bitches. Blah, blah, blah. She she sings even though you know we already talked about her OB and overhyped, but she certainly uh, uh certainly certainly uh believes that she could compete with any of you hoes out there. <laughs> And she completely lets you know. So little Chloe, she will let you run around and do do yourself in because she is a competitive spirit. Your mentor is not looking at you, painting you and saying, I really, I, you're little me. <laughs> Don't fall for that shit. Beyonce is a shrewd one. Beyonce will be like, mm-hmm, look at I'm going to let her little ass Right here, cause see Beyonce see competition. Beyonce ain't no dumbass. Okay, she's a Scorpio moon. I say she's Scorpio moon. Virgo too. Virgo sun. She's smart. She's smart. What she what she wanna be? Virgo sun. She see little Chloe's ass sitting up here acting like her and everything. She see it. She been seeing it for a minute. And the comparisons to her. So now she's just gonna let little Chloe run around here and be her, imitate her, only to when she ready to come back out and knock her little ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, B. <laughs> Listen here, she will knock you off. She don't care about you being her, her, her protege. Okay, she didn't care. She let her, she let her child, her child won a Grammy before y'all little asses did with Ungali Hour. Her, what that little girl won a Grammy for? Shit, what's they give her for? Brown skin girl. Now, Donald did not. 
Obama was a nationalist, okay? And, uh, you know, George has some things to say about Donald and his, I mean, well, uh, the kind of this week about the kind of hinting at coming for Donald Trump. But this is according to the Daily Mail. It says the World Trade Center came back, came down during Bush's watch. Trump hits back at George W. for alluding to Capitol rioters during his 9-11 speech and says he's responsible for getting us into the Middle East quicksand. <clears throat> Donald ain't never lied on that one. It says uh, former President Donald Trump issued a scathing statement on Monday tearing into former, pre- former President George W. Bush over his speech commemorating the 20th anniversary of September 11th as terror attacks, where he condemned violent extremists both at home and abroad. So interesting to watch uh, former President Bush, who is responsible for getting us into the quicksand of the Middle East, Middle East and then not winning. <laughs> He's such a Gemini. <laughs> I miss his ass. I don't care. I miss him. I miss you, Donald. Come back. I don't care. I don't care. You better than Joe. We Anything would be better than Joe right now. And secretly, Joe's supporters kind of miss you, too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so interested to watch former President Bush, who is okay. He said, uh, he said, has he lectures us that terrorists are on the are on the right are a bigger problem than those from foreign countries that hate America and that are pouring into our country right now? Trump said shortly afternoon on Monday. If that is so, why is he willing to spend trillions of dollars and be responsible for uh, for the deaths of perhaps millions of people? He shouldn't be lecturing us about anything. That's for sure. You know what, George W. should have been, in my opinion, arrested for uh, uh, him and Dick. Should have been arrested for the, y'all know y'all was talking that shit a few years ago, too. Y'all don't forget about it. Now y'all act like George a big grandpa or something. But he should have been arrested for uh, crimes, some war crimes. My personal opinion, it was a fake-ass war he started. Okay? Uh <clears throat> But now y'all gonna act like he's our, he's great. George W. gave Michelle some candy. Him and Michelle are best friends. Michelle, George loves Michelle. George and Michelle, y'all, I mean, just bullshit, okay? It's unbelievable. Forgetting all the atrocious things that he did. They so they was throwing shoes at his ass when he got out of office. Throwing shoes. They they had a they had a a, a little statue right down the outside the White House. People still coming by throwing shoes. They were so happy to see his ass gone. Speaking at the memorial for Flight 93 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania on Saturday, Bush denounced violent extremism and mourned the loss of brave passengers and crew members on board who tried to take the plane back from terrorist route to Washington, D.C. At one point, Bush alluded to the deadly January 6th riot in which violent Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol. Um, he uh, he warned growing evidence that dangers uh, to you, us uh, to U.S. security are coming from violence that gathers within its borders. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home, Bush said. But in their in their disdain for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defy national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit. No, listen, this is what people was just mad. It might even been an act, some of it. But them people was not no terrorists. Terrorists would have been would have busted, got in there. Terrorists, it would have been a shootout if it was terrorists. 
y'all y'all lying. Y'all made that Capitol riot like he was a bunch of like he was crazy. No. That and what they doing is setting it up so when they get ready when the real shit come, when they really when the when the shit really fall, like when America really fall down, God forbid, but when America so when all of y'all crime in the Capitol building, they'll be calling all y'all terrorists. When everybody, when people's money ain't right and shit like that, people wake up and the stock market done crash and the uh, inflation's high and stuff, all of y'all asses will be climbing. See, that was a symbol to me when I saw white men climbing in the Capitol. Because if white men is feeling discontent in America, then America's in trouble. That's a symbol. <laughs> we like, oh, shit, they feeling discontent. We all should be scared. Because <laughs> they had it so good. All right. Uh, you know, here, you know, George W., like, I agree with Trump, is the last person that should be speaking on anything. He destabilized the region. Him and Dick. Him and so what Dick Cheney. Remember when Dick Cheney, they asked him, you know, most of the American people don't agree with the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, and he said, so? <laughs> I get it, Dick Cheney. I want politicians. That I said, I remember when Barack Obama was running, and there was somebody. It was a lady down there, and she was taking, uh, taking. Uh, she was downtown. I remember when I was in Kansas City, we was doing a Barack Obama thing, and she was taking names for people. Somebody, something to get Dick Cheney out or something. She was doing, uh, uh, bring something against Dick Cheney. She was asking people to sign. I said, girl, I ain't signing nothing with this after Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney ain't nothing to play with. Dick Cheney is straight gangster. Okay, Dick Cheney. Shot, shot a man allegedly out there while he was hunting, and the man came back and apologized to Dick Cheney for getting shot. Jesus. I'm going to play with people like Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney's crazy. Dick Cheney's crazy. He's for real. He, he about that life. <laughs> Darth Vader. He don't got no hint. Yeah, I didn't look Dick Cheney up. That's, that's who was running that presidency. He, like, he didn't give a damn. Okay, he said so. He said he said so. It's cold. He said, you did, what do you think about the American people not agreeing? So? Like, what they going to do? Who going to check me, boo? <laughs> and I'm like, that's certainly not me, Mr. Cheney. <laughs> all right. George's ass I talk about all day because George's ass let Dick's ass run everything and got him in a whole bunch of trouble, made him the worst president in history, okay? <laughs> but I ain't got no problems with Dick. <laughs> None at all. I'm scared of Dick Cheney. All right, so... <laughs> So George and, uh so they having to be George and uh, Donald, okay? But Donald's right on that one, okay? But let me tell y'all what y'all need to really be scared about out in these streets, okay? Y'all like what, Carlotta? What do we need to really be scared about? How the Dead Sea pool turns blood red. I know they ain't talking about it. The media ain't talking about it, but I'm scared. I'm like, oh Jesus, you better. Let me tell y'all, it's the end times. It's the end time news. Dead Sea pool turns blood red, puzzling experts in region where the Bible says God sent angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah for their inhabitants' sin. This is according to DailyMail.co.uk. It says the pool is located in modern-day Jordan, but in the biblical region of Moab. Authorities have not yet determined the cause of the unsettling color change. Some believe it's down to algae, 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 or the presence of iron oxide. 
Others have pointed fingers at the Jordan government for pollution. Blood red waters carry major religious significance. Has none, has one of the ten plagues. Uh, blood red waters carry. Uh, no, I said Moses cast upon the Pharaoh. Wait, let me say, read that again. Blood red waters carry major religious significance. Is one of the ten plagues Moses cast upon the Pharaoh of Egypt to free Jewish slaves in the Old Testament. The legendary city of Sodom and Gomorrah are also said to have stood in Moab before God destroyed them in their inhibitance, wickedness, okay? Okay, so let me read y'all some of this article. I can get it up here. A pool of water located in the Dead Sea. Uh, we talked about that, Moab. Uh, I'm trying to pull this up here. Listen, I told y'all. I said don't be playing around with God. Don't be, don't, don't be playing out here with this COVID. You're going to see... Don't these powers that be? You they try if they overhype something, you gonna really about to see some. Uh, ain't trying to play, but it says a pool of uh, water uh, close to the Dead Sea in the biblical region of Moab, modern day Jordan, is mysteriously turned red. Water from the Red Lagoon just inside the Jordanian border is being sampled by workers from the Jordan Ministry of Water and Irrigation to determine the cause of the unsettling phenomena, which is yet explained. The images have sparked a furor on social media with red blood water carrying much significance in the Old Testament, okay? The images have sparked a furor on social media. Um, okay, let me put this. Uh, I read that part. It says, according to the biblical tale, God turned the waters of the river now. Oh, goodness, my thing is going crazy here. Into blood, which killed the fish and prevented the Egyptians from drinking the foul water. In the first of ten plagues that came has Pharaoh's punishment for refusing to free his Jewish slaves. The eastern shores of the Dead Sea, where the blood red pond is located, also happens to be where the two legendary cities of Sodom and Gomorrah stood uh, stood before uh Stood before they were supposedly destroyed by God for their wickedness. Listen here, it, you got to see the pictures, okay? I tell y'all to read the rest of the article on Daily dot com, but I, I listen. God ain't playing with y'all in these streets. Y'all better quit playing. Y'all better quit playing with God. God is nothing to be playing. You know what God be talking? About? He should not be. He ain't. He ain't to be mocked out in these streets. We got to get it together. I got to hurry. You know, you got to get it. We got to get us. Listen. I'm, it's it's in times. I, I'm 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 I already see what's going on here. Okay, and y'all these powers that be. I I hope this ain't no sign. They ain't gonna tell you if they they if it, if it's if they tested and they find out it's really blood. They gonna they gonna they gonna they gonna try to hide that. <laughs> they said um, they said the phenomenon is found in ponds close to the sea due to the presence of certain type of bacteria and red algae that that loves salinity, which changes its color with the presence of sunlight. But this does not explain why the water suddenly turned red, while other pools have not displayed the same phenomenon, particularly given that the region experiences nine-year-round sunny skies. Other officials told Israel today that the presence of iron oxide in the water could account for the strange color change, but again did not give an explanation as to how the iron or oxide would have been introduced to the pool and why the color change happened so rapidly. Meanwhile, Shakur Al-Nusur, the head of the Jordanian geologist syndicate, told the Al-Ghahad news that the red color could have been caused 
by the additions by the addition of substances by humans. Um, listen, listen. Whatever it was caused by, I feel like it's a sign that we heading into some dark times because humanity is refusing to stand up for itself. Humanity is went into a hole. It's not. It's not. We out of our spiritual minds right now. We crazy. Okay, we crazy out in these Delta variant COVID nineteen. Uh, Dr. Fauci streets, okay? So uh, he with his crazy ass, okay? So I'm just saying, you know, I think I, I think it's some sort of warning. It's scary, though. That's scary. Ooh, the pictures was the whatever it calls it. I feel like it's a sign that people, people better pay attention to, okay? All right, so when I get back, I'm going to talk about, uh, what time is it? Okay, I want to talk about um, Wendy Williams. I want to talk about Nicki Minaj's husband and Nick Cannon. Talking about he not done. He wants more kids. Oh, God. So I got time to go off on Nick today. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. But the show go. You know, I'm gonna end the show a little early tonight. But when I come back, we're gonna we're gonna get on that. We're gonna talk about uh, that particular. We're gonna talk about Nick Cannon. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Wendy Williams, and we're gonna talk about uh, Nicki Minaj situation. And more on the CC show. Meanwhile, let's listen to some. I love no. That's a, oh yeah, this is a good one. Lie to me, Kim. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment. Okay. Girl, you ain't got a lot of 
Girl, I don't want to live without you. There's nobody better in the world for me. And I love you just the way you are. You're like a dream in my arms, girl. And you ain't got to lie to me. You don't have to lie to me. Girl, you ain't got to lie to me. You ain't got to lie to me. Yeah. Ready to love you, baby. Chloe was on there to the other day. I was like, Chloe's on there. 
supposed to be coming here to Dallas. So I don't really, you know, I'm not as much as caring about her because I'm going to try to see her here. But, yeah. But I, now I'm kind of excited because I might want to see Maxwell with a beard and a blowout. Like, you know, see, is he going to do that? Is he going to wear that? Shit, I don't know. Should I go? Should I not? <laughs> just don't know, okay? But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, this is this is it's an interesting show. I just saw that. Wow, very nice. Right, that's cool. All right, now let's go. Nicki Minaj, okay, husband Kenneth Petty pleads guilty to filing to register as a sex offender. Poor Nicki, Nicki, Nicki. I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna leave Nicki alone. I don't even wanna read this story because you know, I just gave a speech about you girls marrying men. Were you successful? I don't want to give the speech tonight again, but I'm going to read a little bit of the article. Lord, it's from RollingStone.com. Where is it? It's a Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, pleaded guilty to failure to register as a sex offender after he moved from New York to California. Petty had previously pleaded not guilty to the charge, but changed his plea in court documents filed in California Thursday, September 9th. He will return to court for a sentencing hearing on January 25th. Petty is required by law to register as a sex offender after being convicted of first-degree attempted rape in New York in 1995. Petty was 16 at the time and served nearly four years in state penitentiary. A lawyer for Petty did not immediately return Rolling Stone's request for comment. Petty officially struck a deal to plead guilty to the charge back in August. In early September, a lawyer representing Jennifer Hull, the woman Petty was convicted of attempting to rape issued a letter to the presiding judge requesting that Petty's plea deal be rejected. Kenneth Petty has no rehabilitative characteristics, the letter read. He is a criminal whose solution to life's challenges is to stop, uh, to stoop to unconscionable uh, depths to secure his depraved desires. Kenneth Petty belongs in prison. Per NBC News, Petty moved from New York to California in July 2019. The following November, he was arrested during a traffic stop after authority discovered that he had failed to register as a sex offender in California. He was later released on $20,000 bond. In March 2020, Petty turned himself in to authorities for the same reason and was released on a $100,000 bond. The first $20,000 the motherfucker did not... He did not foul. Then he got arrested for a hundred thousand. In August, her sued Petty and Minaj for intimidation. Oh God! Um, let me just stop. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Um, you know, I had a friend one time. You yeah. know, and I'm the mother of my group. You know, sometimes people in my friend group, and sometimes people, you know. You know, they come to me, they, like, they want to get, sometimes get mothered, and sometimes they don't want to, like, I'm scared to tell Key what I did because, you know, Key don't, you know, whatever, you know. I could be rough rider. And so one of my friends, you know, she had gotten into a situation, and this is dude, and he ran off in her car. I mean, he was he was in a police chase with her car. <laughs> It's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. 
I remember her and my other one of my best friends, Kyle, be my friends like he be nice. And I'm like, what? And she's like, she tells me what happened. My friend tells me what happened. And I said, and I got quiet. And I said, you know what? Because I really wanted to say, you know what? I really wanted, I was about to get on her. But then I said, you know what? You can't, can't nobody feel as bad as you you feel right now in saying that your man was just getting in a police, it was just in a police chase <laughs> with your car. <laughs> I can't make you feel no worse. I'm going to just let you hear what you said in your ear. That's how I said my friend. That's it. My, my friend was like, you, my other friend was like, you so, you, you, you ain't shit. No, but she felt terrible. And so this is how I feel about Nicki Minaj. Can't nobody make Nicki Minaj probably feel as bad as she feels right now. First it was 20 and then it was 100,000, Okay. And having this all in writing in the papers, in the newspapers, there ain't nothing else I can say to make Nikki feel any bad, any worse. Or maybe not feel nothing at all. Maybe she enjoyed this kind of life. I don't know. But ain't shit I can say to make you feel what you feel right now. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Give a damn thing you can tell Nikki Minaj, okay? Nikki Minaj over the shit she into. I mean, it ain't like she, Nikki had damn choices out in these streets. Okay? Here's what it is. Obviously, she was okay with the choice she's made. Okay? She is willing to sleep in that bed. Do we talk about Nick Cannon? Or do I really want to waste my time that Nick can't talk about Nick Cannon wanting more babies? I mean, I don't know who's the dummies out here that's going to give him more. I'm sure it's some of y'all out here. It's a lot of y'all dummies out here ready to give Nick a baby. Okay. Nick Cannon, this is according to Us Magazine, Father of Seven isn't ruling out having more kills if God sees it that way. If God. You can tell my God. God ain't got nothing to do with Nick. Nick. God ain't got nothing to do with your irresponsible shit, okay? Uh, the eighth time is a charm. This is according to us. Nick Cannon already has seven children, but he's not sure if he's finished expanding his group. Nick Cannon's best dead quote, I mean, Nick, oh, that's, oh, that's something else. The Max, the mass Singer, mass Singer host 40, told TMZ on Tuesday, September 7th, that he'll have more kids if it's meant to be, God willing, he told the outlet, adding that his aura and his essence are the reason he's so fertile. If God sees it that way, that's what, that's what I'm going to keep doing. The California native has seven kids, four of which arrive within one, within one year of one another, with four different women. He shares Tim Moroccan and Monroe Tim with ex-wife Mariah Carey, whom he divorced in 2016, okay? Let me tell you something, ladies. It's obviously that something is wrong with Nick Cannon's ass. I don't care how much money, fucking money he got, okay? I have said this on the show, and it, 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 listen, and this, we had, a, it was some Luna, that one of them girls was on here, on there, smiling, and they, we planted, <laughs> and laughing. It's funny now. But it ain't going to be funny when them kids get old and wondering why they daddy ain't spent this much amount of time and everything. They're going to be asking you why your ass was irresponsible. Let me tell you something. It, it, kids, it ain't just about money, girls. Seriously. When you bring in children into this world, 
it is not just about a, a, a man who can uh, give money to the situation. No, kids need they fucking dead. And I and Nick is a Nick Nick this motherfucker. That's literally what he is a motherfucker. This is a great name for Nick motherfucker because that's what exactly he is. <laughs> Nick the motherfucker. Nick is being a complete ass, running around here having a bunch of babies whom while he's going to be kicking it in Hollywood, trying to host all kind of shits and all kind of stuff, and you tired bitches is going to be left to raise these kids on your own. It ain't easy being a single mama. I know a lot of single mamas. It ain't easy. The shit ain't easy. And the shit ain't cute. And you raise up kids, kids get damaged from that shit, okay? So you have to think before you lay down with crazy-ass motherfucker Nick Cannon. (laughs) That's all I got to say. I feel like he walking around with a big, the turban, he's just a big morning sign now. I remember I used to love Nick. Nick Nick is lost. I, I said what I said about Nick. Nick has lost his purpose, and I really believe that. I believe he on some religious crap he done heard or something. But Nick is really what's going on. I feel like Nick has somewhere along the way, Nick, something got broken in Nick. And Nick has lost his purpose, and he hasn't figured it out yet. And that's why he's running around here acting like he don't know what the what the fuck is going on. Like he don't, he got to screw loose, just having babies all over the place. I'm like, God willing, God like, God like, I ain't got nothing to do with that irresponsibility. Babies are a blessing, but you, but you you don't, you bring them into the world under some blessed circumstances if you can. And yes, I saw the Doctor Umar Umar wedding. You know, listen, Doctor Umar. Can I just say this? This is we we don't talk about this for a minute. I ain't gonna talk too much about Doctor Umar marrying two women. One of them looked like she had a perm. Then one of them had a perm. Because he said he didn't want to marry nobody, no, no relaxing or something. Uh, listen, um, I like Dr. Umar, the words, some of the words he speaks. I can agree with some of the things he says. Uh, do, but Dr. Umar can be full of shenanigans, too, okay? And, you know, listen, if it's just good for them women. If they want to marry that man, that's great. I mean, you know, I don't know. Child, it just don't help him to be people for him to take him legitimate. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just can't do nothing but laugh. You just shit. It is what it is. Dr. Umar's ass out here. Talk. And he's still he talking about they going to help him build the school. Did he put, them in, he put that in the wedding vows? I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Woo, Dr. Umar trip. Uh, Brittany Sears' fiance saying she's engaged now. I'm going mercy. It's all cold so quick when the money come out, huh? Kim Kardashian goes face it. Oh, okay, we ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, trying to see what else that we need to talk about. Uh, oh, Normandy, I saw her. Listen, the Janet Jackson dedication. Eh, eh, Janet been there, done that. You know, I, 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 I know it was y'all. Y'all kids is trying to pay homage to the Queen. But, you know, just leave. 
Just leave Janice shit where it's at. You know, leave it in time. Uh, here's the thing. I just, I don't know. You kids try. You kids try to be sensual now, but y'all just over sexualized. It's nothing sensual. Like when Janet did that in concert, I was. It was. It was sexy. It was. It was something about it. Like, you know. Like, let me just explain something. A sexy, like a great sexy album. One of my favorite albums, Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope. Probably the sexiest album ever made. Listen to how they did that. Jimmy Jam and Terry and Janet, such artistic, I mean, it's just, the whole album, it's just a, it's sensual, it's sexy, it's, and my shit on that, on that album, Rope Burn, that's my song, I love that song, y'all like, you are so a Scarfy, you such a Scarfy, I am, I like, I like Rope Burn, anyway, but yeah, it's so sexy, and Janet, you know, she's our opposite sign, Taurus, Taurus is know how to be sensual and sexy, they're ruled by Venus. And that album is just, and Janice is Scorpio Rising, too, I think, right? It's so sensual and sexy. Oh, that's how you do sexy. You don't be all overtly booty so big. I mean, it's cute and all that. Lord have mercy. It's cute. I like the little saying. But it's just, you know what's sexy? I'm about to give compliments today. Be out. I'm in a good mood. Beyonce doing drunken love. She be saying, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I mean, you know it's that. You can feel it. I get filthy when I look at you. That's a, that's a sexy-ass song. Yes. That's how you do sex. I just like, it's not over the top. It's just like, you can, yes. Like, you can, you can hear, it's like, it's, just, it's sensual. I mean, y'all don't know how to do sex. Y'all over, y'all too much. It's too much. It's like it's not even exciting to see y'all do sex stuff no more. You just like, eh, eh. <laughs> y'all just trying to be provocative. That's really all this. And, you know, when Janet and them were doing it, it was shock value. Like, it, when Janet was, when Janet brought the, when I first saw Janet tie that uh, two dude up, when I would see that in concert, and she tied this dude, she tied a dude up, and the dude was like, you know, the dude was screaming, he was happy and stuff, everybody was like, what's going to happen? It was shocking for us, and it was, it wasn't a matter of everybody doing the shit. Today, everybody doing some sex shit. It just ain't, it ain't exciting no more. It's almost like you got to be not sexy to be sexy because there's too much stuff out here. Y'all just not, y'all just too over the top. It's not fun anymore. I mean, I'm surprised men can even get their dick hards anymore because half y'all be running around here naked. I mean, it just ain't cute. Back in the day when Madonna and them was doing stuff, it was like, woo, it was for shock. Like, it was shocking. But now all y'all doing the same stuff. Just like, you sound the same, y'all talk the same shit. It's just all the same. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm totally bored. With the music today, I'm bored. I want somebody to sing about, you know, like sex in a very sensual way surprise me like you know 
like, like Maxwell to the cops come knocking. Like, that's such a nice way to say we're going to be loud and unruly. <laughs> I mean, really? Can we do, do y'all know how to do nice sex songs anymore? No, you bitches don't know how to do nice sex songs no more. You just start saying, turn that ass over, flip that ass. It's just, <sighs> you guys are boring. Really, I'm seriously, I'm, I'm bored. Chloe, Chloe, knock off Beyonce, discount Beyonce, I'm bored. I'm just, you know. <laughs> so Normandy doing uh, what Tiana Taylor did a few years back. Eh. Eh. <laughs> Tiana Taylor already did this, didn't she? Was, was, that, was, that, who was, that, was that who was on stage with her? Was that the girl who was, was that, wait a minute, hold on, I'm trying to figure Was that the girl? Who was the other girl that she was grinding all up on? Was that Tiana Taylor? Because Tiana Taylor, that was Tiana Taylor. Tiana, was Tiana Taylor already did this a few years ago? It's like, you know, I don't really care about it. She, it's Y'all regurgitating stuff. Oh, my God, I'm so, I just... Rihanna, oh, that's a sexy album. Can I say that? Rihanna's album, what's the, the Sex With Me? Oh, that's Yes, and it's, and you know, Rihanna be out there with it, but Rihanna got that sexy island girl vibe. That whole album is sexy, though. That's, that whole uh, last album, she has, it's a sexy album. Rihanna's just sexy, though. I crush her on Rihanna, like I do Janet. But Rihanna's got that energy, you know what I'm saying? But y'all, y'all just, all of y'all just out there for no reason, just thinking about sex. I'm like, just thinking, just, uh, I just, I, I, don't, I don't really care anymore. I'm bored. <sighs> Young Miami unfollows Joey Chavez over Diddy. This is according to Rhymes with Snitch. Okay, can we, you want to talk, y'all want to talk about that? On a yacht. This is according to RiseWithSnitch.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the way they say young brother, shine brother, love comes. <laughs> Canoeing rappers future, uh, future and Bow Wow's baby mama, Joey Chavez. City girl Young Miami was not amused. Over the weekend, Young Miami, who was just dating Brother Love last month, took care if you missed that, has unfollowed Joey on Instagram. Okay, listen. Joey Chavez was seen hugged up. Let me just say something about Joey Chavez, okay? I'm a big fan of Joey Chavez dancing. Joey is bad, okay, when she comes to dancing. I did get on Joey one time on here because she put that thing up talking about Melania Trump, Melania Trump or something like that. So her and Nicki Minaj talking about Melania Trump, and I had to remind them of who they – listen, let me just say something, Joey. Joey, first of all, how – you know, I don't understand you men in the industry – She's beautiful. Joey's beautiful. Listen, she is, but she got a baby by Bow Wow and Future. 
I mean, y'all men just, y'all just passing around the same person? I ain't trying to be funny, Joey, to you, but it's just kind of, wow. It's like all you industry dudes, they the same chicks. Y'all just recycle them or something. Future and Diddy need to stop. No, 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 not only Future and Diddy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Future and Bow Wow. Future and Bow Wow, Sierra, Joey. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now Future and Diddy, Lori Harvey, Joey. Oh, come on. We can't. We cannot be serious in these streets. Man, what the fuck are y'all doing? They got the, they, I don't know what's going on. Joey, here's the thing. Joey, be careful out there. You a mother. I understand you balling. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to You know, I was thinking about my own life. I was looking at the Joey Travis because she had some video thing up, and I was like, damn it. And they told me to be a good girl. I was going up in the church, shit, trying to do everything right. These bitches is out here half naked. And I would have slept. Listen, let me just say this. Okay, I'm cute as an older woman, okay? But these bitches in my prime, I would have slayed half these bitches. I'm trying to figure out what this. I mean, why I didn't get the memo? <laughs> Joey's ass is out here uh, yachting. <laughs> Shit, I didn't get the Lloyd Harvey, Harvey, Harvey memo when I was uh, the Joey Chavez memo. Shit, what the hell? Yachting and boating around, shopping and shit. I was working my ass off. What the hell is going on around here? I don't understand it. I want to tell you young girls to do the right thing. You know, I want to tell y'all like they told me when I was little. I don't know if that, I don't know if I can anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I know I can say, hey, there is spiritual reward behind it. It is. But I just, I I mean, y'all see people being rewarded for, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell y'all. Here's what I tell you. I told my little cousin this when I was, when I, she was here. She was, we, we, me and her was having, we had a little talk. Me and my little cousin used Me and her was talking. I told her, exercise good pussy management skills. <laughs> I heard, who did I hear say that? T.K. Kirkland, and I think it's appropriate. You have to, you, you got to have great pussy management Understand that it's valuable and know how to wield it. Now, I ain't saying Joey and them was wielding it right, because she got baby by future and baby by baby. At this point, niggas is probably just, I don't know. I don't know, Joey. I don't know what's going on. I ain't going to say nothing. Here, at this point, let me just say this. I told her, have good pussy, man. Like, wield your coochie power in a way that's. that you very aware of people and think, yield it in the right way. Yield. <laughs> you know who my favorite person is? Uh, 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 there is this young lady uh, who I used to have on the show all the time, and I wish, I don't know where Alexis is at right now, but Alexis K. Tyler. Once one of my favorite people I used to love to listen to was Alexis. She did this, this video called Vagina Power. And Alexis, I mean, nobody put it down about a vagina power like Alexis did, okay? And... I feel like women have to wield and be very careful with their sexuality and their sexual prowess 
You have to know how to yield it just right. At every stage in your life. Seriously. Even as an older woman, you have to know how to yield it. So I told my little cousin niece, pussy management skills is the best skills that you can have. One of the best skills. You've got to know when to hold and when to fold. You can't give it. You can't go around giving it to everybody. It got to be valued. Don't devalue yourself. Because you can, cause you can play ball. Look at Lori. Is Lori Hart? I don't know. I can't use Lori Hart. Just don't devalue yourself as a woman. You know what I'm saying? Be very careful who you seem dating with. Be careful who you, how you wield your energy, how you wield your relationships and stuff like that. Be very careful. And not only that, but use your sex. If you can't, if you can't, you know, don't just go around sex and everything. Use that sexual energy and put it into building something. Or build. I wish, you know, more people had spoke to me. Uh, you know, people did speak to me when I was younger, but really spoke to me about understanding more so because, you know, how important certain kinds of management was, money management. I didn't have no problem with the other, the, the coochie management, but I'm talking about the having the, you know, the, um, you know, how, learning how to manage my time and my energy and who I gave that to and stuff like that as a young person. All that is very important, Okay. And, you know, I just, I, I, I want to tell you young girls that, you know, because you see kind of all kind of ish going on out here and the celebrity world be showing you all kind of things and stuff like that. I just, and, I, and, and, you know, I want to tell you that being good, you know, pays off. Uh, <laughs> here's what I say. Not being the good girl, being the kind person, but you're going to have to balance your life in the way you see it fit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to balance it. I don't know. You know, because I see a lot of stuff, and I be, I, be, I, I can't tell y'all that, you know, good girls win anymore. Because remember back in the day we used to say, well, hoes wasn't winning. Hoes be winning now. I ain't saying, I ain't calling nobody no hoe. I'm just saying hoes be winning. I ain't speaking about nobody in particular. All I'm saying is that, young girls, you have to learn how to manage yourself and your energy and your spirit in this world where it is now changing. To do the right thing, sometimes <laughs> don't get rewarded, okay? So now you've got to learn how to function your energy in that type of world. I hope I make sense. I don't know. I don't know, but... I just wanted to come on tonight and give y'all a little short show and have a little laugh with y'all about everything I saw this week, from the MTV Awards to the v- uh, what else? What else? What else? The Met Gala. A little bit. Talk to y'all a little bit on that. Uh, I will try to come back during the week to talk more. You know, try to have another show where we talk more about. Uh, some of the things going on in pop culture this week, if I have time, okay, you guys? I hope y'all enjoyed the show, what I said the last moment of the show, because I hope y'all weren't so confused by that. But I really want you young ladies to do that. Have great, start managing your whole being, your sexuality, your spirituality, your spirituality, your mental, all of that. Start managing it while you're very young. 
and listening to people who mean well by you and listening to people who who can really teach you something. You know what I'm saying? Or are people who've been through some things and that they've learned from them. Not just been through some things, because there's a lot of people that have been through some things and they ain't learned nothing from it, but people who've been through some things and learned some lessons from it. Listen to those women. Listen to uh, and some men, too, that to help guide you along the way, because it's really important in this air, in this in this energy of, in this it's rear space y'all growing up in. It's a you know when I was a kid it was you know it was um, you know you it was cut and dry what was good and what was bad what was sexy you know who was hoes and who was not now today it's not you know what I'm saying it's just not you know all the things that you it's 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 hard to be a, a balanced person in today's unbalanced world okay. So I want you young ladies out here to learn, and young fellas too, but young ladies specifically to learn how to balance your life. And older women too, okay? Balance your life. Because older women, let me just say, I'm going to say this in a minute about older women, but younger women, learn how to balance your energy, your time, and your life right now in this space while you're really young and you got the energy for it. Learn how to balance uh, uh things that are important to you and what's important and see in the world, you know, and learn how to be, try to be, because you need all the energy to be balanced in this kind of unbalanced energy of the world we're going in right now, okay? And for older women, for those of you who are not balanced, I know sometimes I struggle with being balanced, okay? We have to learn how to balance ourselves in this world, too, because we got everybody coming at us. See, young, let me tell you something. Older women... Have n- this it's never been a better time to be over forty. I know people love to make these videos, these man spirit people and stuff like that. Love to talk about women over the forty hitting the wall, the walls coming after you, the hitting the wall, hitting the wall, the wall. <laughs> and uh, I understand what some of them say. And I understand that some of the points I agree with them from them. A lot of some of them I don't. But here's what I will say for getting uh, getting older. There is a value in growing old and having wisdom. There is a value. And, t- and today there's never a better time because women over 40 are looking gorgeous, which I think a lot of the man spirits, not all of the people in man, the man spirit, not all the people in the man spirit, but there's a lot of people in the man's sphere that I feel are jealous of these are jealous of women because women are able to have more options now at fifty than they did ten years ago. And so now there are men out here who like to put out this thing like you hitting the wall, you're too old, nobody wants you I mean telling just the firebrand women, women who are absolutely gorgeous, okay? Listen, whatever the case. All I'm saying to women is understand understand who you are. Balance yourself. Your life is not over because you're over 35 or you're over 40 or you're over 45 or 50, whatever. Balance yourself. Ground yourself. Love yourself at the place you are. Don't let anyone devalue you, okay? So that's what I want to say there. I don't know why I keep, that came that came to mind, but I thought about that for a second. I thought this is a perfect way to end the show tonight, you guys. All right, so 
if you're listening to the sound of my voice, because I'm not coming back on after this, <laughs> I'll be back later on in the week. But if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are listening to the what? The Archive Show. Hey, make sure you hit me up on the Carolina Chatwood Facebook page. You can also hit me up on C Chatwood Show on Twitter and Carlotta72 on Twitter. Also, my Instagram is Carly's underscore Galaxy on Instagram, okay? Hey, you guys, I've had a fun night. I'm glad I got to talk with y'all. I got to get ready, Chad. I got to get ready for class more. And plus, I got to try to watch. I got to catch up on one of my shows. <laughs> I'm a mess out in these streets. A pure mess. Okay, so let's end it tonight with Maxwell's now. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. I'll see y'all sometime during the week, okay? I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Everything is that on my